Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. You can find us across all social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week is my dad. How are you doing, Dad? I'm doing great, son. Here we are uh, the day before uh, Groundhog's Day at the recording. It's the first day of February. A new month and uh, a big game coming up. Uh, Super Bowl 51 uh, on Sunday uh, in Houston, Texas, the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. It's been two weeks. Everything that's been said has been said, uh, and we're just one more group of people to talk about it, but uh, it's coming up real soon. Has has there been a lot said? I haven't heard much at all. Well, it hasn't been a um, drama-filled two weeks. Um, The Patriots are horrible for drama. They are, unless they do something that's against the rules and everybody else gets on them. Well, you find out that afterwards, not before. Wow. Well, they were talking about that um, immediately following the AFC Championship game two years ago leading up to Super Bowl Forty Nine. Don't forget, the week prior to Super Bowl week, um, they had to answer questions. Like, there was that one press conference where Tom Brady and Bill Belichick just were talking about air pressure in a ball. Um, and it didn't, right, it didn't, right. uh, you know, I can't say it distracted them because they won, but really they won because of horrible play calling by the Seattle Seahawks on the goal line. Yeah, well, it's more of a genius um, read of the play. I haven't seen it on tape enough times. Yeah, it's true. So, well, yeah, they got too comfortable, Seattle. That's true. Um, and it hasn't worked out since. No, not since then. No, absolutely not. Now, the head coach for the Falcons, he was with the Seahawks, wasn't he then? Kyle Shanahan? No, I don't believe he was. I'll well, keep... Kyle Shanahan, he's not the head coach. Of Oh, Dan Quinn. Yeah, I'm, my apologies. I <laughs> See, I'm already thinking about Kyle Shanahan going to the 49ers, and we'll talk about their uh, hiring practices. Well, and I also heard that he lost his uh, backpack for about 30 minutes. I heard 45 and, minutes, including his playbook. And he had, yeah. had the game plan, and it was... Uh, Everything Luckily, was, nothing leaked out. Uh, so far as we know, we'll find out come Sunday. Um, so, yes, Dan Quinn was the defensive coordinator of the uh, Seahawks on that game. And they did a pretty good job keeping, um, I mean, you know, Brady threw, what, two touchdowns that game? It wasn't as if he was shut down, but look, they kept it close. They did a pretty good job. I think Dan Quinn is definitely looking from his own personal retribution. Um, I've heard Matt Quinn has gotten a phone call from Eli Manning. Um, I th- there's a lot on the Falcon side to really kind of help them get over uh, um, New England and Belichick's uh, plan. Um, which it seems like because everybody talks about they, they take the best guy away, and Julio Jones is their best guy, bar none. Um, but right. I think it's fair to say that he can't be covered one, one-on-one. He's going to be double teamed. Um, and what we've learned from Matt Ryan this season is that he throws to many different targets. 
um, Muhammad Sanu, and of course, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, the guy that was cut by the Browns. Why am I forgetting his name? Like Taylor something. Urk, or, um, in any oh, case, not the wide receiver. Yeah, he's he's a he's a small guy. Yeah, he wasn't good enough to play in Cleveland. Uh, yeah, apparently, but hey, he'll fit in right well. How many mistakes do they make? Um, well, they are the mistake by the lake, so it's part of their name. And even Bill Belichick couldn't help him. No, no. Uh, and it, it really set his course for the rest of his career. I think he's definitely turned that, used that, what happened there, and being fired as his own personal uh, reason. Well, he, he shouldn't take it personal because everyone gets fired out there. I know, but I think basically what you've been seeing the, these last, what, 16, 17 years has been right. the revenge of Bill Belichick. Um, yeah, so, never again. Yeah, never again. Absolutely not. So, uh, so I mean, from that aspect in terms of what, what are they going to do and how are they, how are the Falcons, what are the Patriots going to do to stop somebody like Jones and then yeah, you Howell. think that's the priority? It, I, it is, I guess, on the pass game, but I think stopping those running backs is what Belichick's going to do. And I guess it really boils down to can the Patriots are pretty tough inside the 20. Yes. But they haven't really played you know, a lot of top-line quarterbacks this year, and Matty Ice is one of them. But, I mean, the Patriots are going to keep you out of the end zone and making you kick field goals. Yeah, if ben, it goes if it goes that way, they probably will win. They bend, don't break, but I I mean, so then the plan is to if you're at the thirty, then you've got to start aiming for the end zone. You can't start looking dink and dunk. Um, but yeah, those running backs that's a really that's a true two headed monster with Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Um, right. And on the opposite side, I mean, look, this is Dan Quinn's bread and butter. I mean, the defense isn't quite there yet in terms of what they want, but it's young. And well, it, it's, they've given up less points as as the year closed out. They have, they absolutely have. Um, at the end of the season, everybody was talking about leading into the playoffs, how it, it had really sort of gelled together. Um, I mean, this is what Dan Quinn is there for: is to make a really good, stout defense. I think their youth will play a big factor in as, as both a positive and a negative, in that they will. Uh, I mean, they're. They're young, they're fast, they've got a lot of speed, right. and they're very talented. Raw, though, and uh, if they make any mental mistakes, uh, uh, the Patriots will um, pounce on it. Um, and I heard an interesting stat. The Patriots this season are 16-0 and when Deion Lewis uh, starts, or at least when he plays, I should say. And, uh, well, he'll play. <laughs> so we'll see uh, which, which streak ends. I think both teams are on an uh, eight-game winning streak currently. Yeah, well, at least six for the Falcons because I think didn't they lose the game um, before that or something? I don't know. But yeah, yeah, they're hot teams, no doubt about it. Yes, yeah, they absolutely are. Um, I think, but they... but there's no really excitement, you know. I, I I don't hear it. I don't hear guys out late partying with the uh, girls on the street. I don't hear any, uh, you know, craziness. No. No, you don't. I mean, there's no uh, Eugene Robinson uh, situations happening right now. There's no oh, what the what's who's the center for the for the uh, Raiders that one year? Was what Eugene the, Robinson? Is he the one that had he had to give back Man of the Year trophy? Uh, well, he celebrated. Yeah, pretty much, he celebrated <laughs> his Man of the Year trophy. Yes. Um, <laughs> Falcons are on a six-game winning streak currently. 
Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think the Patriots are on an eight, eight or nine. I'll have to double there check. There you go. Too. Um, they are currently on a winning streak but, of. But the line's only three. Yeah. So are they are they begging us to take the Patriots? Uh, Patriots are on a nine-game winning streak right now. I mean, it's the line. Yeah, ha- the, yeah the line's three. The line hasn't moved the entire time. Looking at the Vegas, right. um, consistent can. Yeah. Yeah, not a thing. Um, the the only I thing was, that's moved. I, I is, was reading something where they ran a computer fifty thousand times the the game, and the average win was Patriots three point one points. Yeah. I can absolutely believe it. I mean, everywhere it's three points, three points. Uh, the over-unders changed slightly yeah. from like 58 to 59, and that's been about it. Um, look, I, th- this is a really interesting game. The uh, high-powered offense versus a um, bend-don't-break defense. Um, this is legacy versus, what do you want to call it, new blood? you want to call it? Um, Rise up. Uh, absolutely. Greatest show on turf part two. I mean, this started with the win over the Rams in t- 2002 after the yeah. f- 2001 season. And now here we are, what, uh, 15, 16 years later. And it's almost like it, it's happening again. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, pr- I, I hear, yeah. No, we, we, no, you go ahead. The, um, I, I heard that Roethlisberger might not play. Uh, well, next season he's uh, he's saying he's thinking about retiring, um, but well, you know they say well, if you're thinking about it, you've already done it. Probably is. I mean, he, he's won two. Really? Well, look, he's won two Super Bowls. He, I mean, he is. He must be banged up. Well, he's always banged up. I mean, how many times do we have to hear that? Like in the yeah. playoffs, like he's working with a bum left elbow and a bad knee and a bad back and a bad hip and a bad this and. You know he misses a game or two every year. He's not he's not young, um, so it's not fun anymore. Probably not. It's probably not for him. And they're talking about Antonio Brown. They might cut ways with him. Will the Steelers? So I are they really? really well. You know I I don't the streaming. <clears throat> that's part of it. I think that What's he did the other part. I mean it can't be talent. Um, I think it's the me first attitude in a on a team that is based upon team first. Um, well, if they can get um, who ten more guys like him, uh, it wouldn't be a problem. No, but I mean, uh, if you're uh, apparently uh, from some report, from many reports, actually uh, during the uh, AFC Championship game, he was very vocal about not getting the ball. Uh, he also used the phrase "getting out coached." It was either him or Roethlisberger. I think Roethlisberger, actually, I shouldn't attribute it to Brown. But after the game, Roethlisberger talking about, you know, we were outcoached, which no coach wants to hear. Yeah. You know. That, that well, you, well, well, maybe what Terry Bradshaw said isn't too far offline. I'm, I'm absolutely agreeing. I said if they lose that game against the Patriots, then Bradshaw is right. And, I mean, they lost the game quite handily. I mean, they didn't do yeah. anything to make yeah. it seem, you know, just no. I, I, I'm, I agree with Bradshaw. I mean, Tomlin won a right. Super Bowl with basically the same team that uh, um, was brought to the Super Bowl by Cower, minus a couple pieces here and pieces there. But he had a big quarterback. He had good wide receivers, a good running back, and a, and a uh, younger defense than what it was what is now. So, so no matter how good you do, if you don't win it all, you're going to be criticized. 
Well, I think that is true, and especially in football, there's only one game. In all the other sports, you make it to the to the finals or the World Series, you have a chance to win up to four games, and if you win three, hey, you lost, but you did a really good job. Here in football, okay. you might as well be in last place if you lose the it's Super like Bowl. It's like going all in in poker. It's true. <clears throat> but, I mean, we consider the Buffalo Bills losers when they did something that no team has ever done, four straight Super Bowls. But we look at them as losers. That means four straight championship games. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they've, they won something there. They celebrated right. something. Yeah. Now, did, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. did they get to the very top of the mountain? No. But, yeah. I mean, you know. I, did, did Kelly get in the Hall of Fame? I'm sorry? Jim Kelly, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I believe so. Well, he, got, he got something out of it. Right, I know. But we still say, the Bills, oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. talk to me. Yeah. But, we, you know, we laud over, you know, Montana, who, rightfully so. Yeah. He's got They're all like strengths. poster children for the agony of defeat. That's true. That is very true. So, uh, who do you like in the game in the Super Bowl? Let's get down. To well, that. I've been, I've been on the Falcons, so I'm riding that wave. Rise up. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I'm not backing off now. No. And I got, I got the futures at eighteen to one. That that kind of helps me root a little bit. <laughs> and it's it's hard to root for the Patriots, you know, unless you're from up there. It's it's not fun. You know, like like what, what do you get? Tired of the same. It's like rooting for the Yankees. You know, what I mean, they're they're there all the time. Yeah, no, it, so. it's absolutely true. Like when you can't think when you when I look at other franchises and I think about their different Super Bowls. Like if you look at right. a team like the Giants, you know, I'm a Jet fan, so I only have one mm-hmm. to to really grasp onto. Um, but you weren't you weren't alive then. No, I wasn't alive, but I can. But still... I can tell you, it was the sweetest ever. Because they were huge, huge underdogs. Yeah, some like forty and then, points. And then Namath, you know, predicting a win, you know, which seemed outrageous, you know. And he was an outrageous guy, so it fit the, it fit everything. It fit. The, sure, it fit the bill. Yeah. So, but when I look at a team like the Giants, who won four Super Bowls in four different decades, they're different teams, different players, except the last yeah. two Super Bowls. But, I mean, just there was a lot of differences between all of them. Uh, when you look at the Patriots, I mean, it's just been the same thing the entire time. At least with the 49ers, there was a coaching change. There was a, a, a quarterback change with young, from Montana to Young, from Walsh to Seifert. There's okay. something different. I mean, even with the Cowboys, there was this. How about the Redskins with different quarterbacks? Different quarterbacks. I mean, Joe Gibbs is a big part of it, but, I mean, they had different running backs. Uh, Art Monk was the only mm-hmm. one who was in both, um, was in two of those Super Bowls uh, to win. So, I mean, there, there are differences. There are nuances to them. Whereas with the Patriots, it's just the same thing over and over again. Do your job, and, you know, everybody hates you. So, I've, I mean, look, I'm I'm voting for, <laughs> I want the Patri- uh, Falcons. I don't like the Patriots at all. So, right. um, well, who uh, who won the uh, the Pro Bowl? Uh, the AFC in a uh, oh, so the NFC could win this. Huh? Th- that is very true. Uh, in a uh, if you had the over in the uh, Pro Bowl, you lost big time. The final. <laughs> what was the over? Uh, oh gosh, I think it was That'd like be high. Oh, it's always high. Like something like sixty. Um, it was ridiculously high. In a sparsely um, sparsely attended game in Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida, um, the AFC won twenty to thirteen. Um, so I mean that's thirty three. Uh, the biggest thing that happened on it was that a fan ran onto the field and Ezekiel Elliott ran from the sidelines with no helmet, 
chases him down and corrals him, tackles him, but then he can't hold on to him and he runs uh, the the fan runs off to get uh taken by security so that was the biggest thing that happened in that, the game. that sounds like something that happens in the hood <laughs> well who knows you all um, that running you got him and then it slips his shirt off and he's gone i mean i've heard of the catch and release program but this is ridiculous <laughs> stay for the veal um yeah. so let's talk about some prop bets with the game now we talked okay. about the over and under and the lines and stuff uh some um some prop bets in the game you know stuff like the coin toss i mean that's that's yeah so these are all even money uh plus the big yeah yeah so they're like minus 110 yeah i mean one my uh super uh, the coin toss heads or tails are both minus 105 the team to win the coin toss is both minus 105 so some uh interesting ones that let's see the national anthem average length of the last 11 national anthems has been 1 minute and 58 seconds. So, how wow. long how long will it take Luke Bryan to sing the US national anthem? Over 2 does, 2 minutes does and 15 he seconds. No, I don't not that I don't know of. It's a country so singer. if he does I take the over. Right. Um so the over it's over under 2 minutes and 15 seconds. I'm going to say under. I could see huh. it, I could see it like going 2 minutes if that Depends if there's, like, fireworks or something. They're keeping the roof closed. Um, here's an interesting one. Uh, will Luke Bryan be wearing... What will Luke Bryan be wearing when he starts singing the U.S. National Anthem? Blue jeans is minus 200. Any other pants or shorts is plus 150. Wow. So maybe... So, so that's what he's known for. Well, a, a country singer, blue jeans, I mean, it's it's well, peanut I, butter and jelly. I, it's macaroni and cheese, you know? Um... Let's see. Halftime show. Which song will Lady Gaga sing first? Um, there's Born This Way, plus two, 225. Yeah. Bad Romance, 250. The big ones are Poker Face and Just Dance at plus 1,000. Mm, I'm thinking Poker Face. Mm, poker Face. That'd be, eh, that'd be a good one. Bad Romance might be a good one. I don't think she'll start with Born This Way. Well, Bad Romance, that's more like uh, Goodell and Brady. Well, I think that's very true. You know, I'm going to say Edge of Glory, plus 600. I mean, that fits. Wow. Well, think about it. Super Bowl, the Edge of Glory. I'm on the Edge of Glory. Wow, that's a fit. That's a fit. And that's a huge payoff. You better get that in. Right. Um, So let's see. Um, First scoring play. Touchdown is minus 165. Field goal or safety is plus 135. So there you go. Let's see. Um, what else do we have? Well, what about uh, turnovers? Turnovers? Let's see. Let's see if I can find that one real quick for you. Let me find turnovers. All right. The first turnover of the game will be a fumble is minus 140. Interception is plus 130. And no turnover in the game is plus 650. Yeah, that's not likely, is it? No, I don't think so. There's so many ways it could happen. I mean, you could be trailing, being desperate, all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. I guess tip ball. Tip ball? I mean, but, yeah, then that's an interception and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see. How about the MVP? Who's got the favorite there for MVP? Uh, Brady is at 160. Matt Ryan is 275. Julie, plus, who, plus 
plus. Yes, plus. I'm sorry. Plus 160, plus 270. Well, Matty Ice gets no respect, huh? No, he doesn't. Um, it's going to be very unfortunate if he does. He really needs to win MVP this season. He is, obviously. Now, the MVP by position is predominantly quarterback. There's been 27, sure. 27 out of 50, uh, 50 MVPs have been quarterback. It's the easiest. So long as you throw at least a touchdown. Yeah. And there's nobody on the team that breaks a record. So it's hard to do it on defense. Um, yeah, I mean, the only reason that really that, well, first of all, I mean, the defense was stifling for the Broncos last year over the Panthers. But, I mean, Peyton Manning didn't do anything of note. Uh, he didn't throw a touchdown in the game. Well, believe it or not, last year I thought the punter should have got the I, MVP. Colquitt did a really good job. up and Unbelievable. Know, I mean, you know, I've been told there's no way that a, Kicker, a punter is actually going to win it. <laughs> I think you're right. I, but I mean, he, the way they he well, it set, took forever to get in the Hall of Fame. Well, I know, I but great guy. But the way that Colquitt set up, I mean, how many times did the Panthers have the ball um, in their own like 15? Yeah, yeah. So, um, hey, field position is huge part of the game, right? Let's see the um, highest, uh, the lowest odds uh, or highest, whichever you want to call, it, uh, highest yeah. defensive player on the list. Is Vic Beasley at plus uh, thirty three hundred for MVP? <laughs> I mean that that's on par with uh, Tevin Coleman, and it's right right, be, right in front of Mohamed Sanu at uh, plus four thousand. Oh, is he in the country? Uh, yeah, come, yes, yes, he is. Look, okay, right. cool. Um, that would have been horrible. I uh, absolutely it would have been. Um, all right, Gatorade colors dumped on the winning coach. Um, what color will the liquid be that is poured on the winning coach? Um, oh, wow. Now, they have they have an infographic of the last couple. Uh, what would it be? So, what is it? they don't have peach. So, what, what is it? They're red and black? They're red and black, yeah. So, I guess cherry. So, red? Red is plus 500. Yeah. All right. Well, here are the Gatorade colors historically dumped on winning coaches. Uh, orange and clear are have both been four times. Right. Uh, yellow and purple have both been two, and then blue has been once. I think blue was actually the first time, wasn't it? Again, um, the Giants, I think. Could be wrong. So hmm. clear slash water is plus 300, and lime slash green is plus 300 as well. Yeah, so I guess you got to go with the water. Yeah, I think that's that's a good one to do. Um. So yeah, so I think those are... Those are the big ones huh. that you really see here. Um, so okay, I guess if you're really bored and you can't get it in an office pool, that'll work for you. Yeah, sure. Something to talk about. Let's see. Um, team to record most first downs. Uh, Patriots are minus 130. The Falcons are even. Um, what are some other interesting Ooh. ones? Uh, team to call the first coaches challenge of the game. Both are minus 115. Uh, will a two-point conversion be attempted in the game? Yes is plus 110. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't really know the history of uh, the Braves. I mean the Braves, the Falcons this year. Yeah, um, probably you not. Know, they a two-point team. There weren't too many. I mean, it really was just Pittsburgh right? that, that took the most shots. Let's see. Um, Actually, I'm surprised more coaches don't. Yeah. All right, let's see. If the Patriots win, will Brady, Belichick, or Kraft be seen shaking Roger Goodell's hand on TV? Yes. No. Yes is minus. No. 
<laughs> All right, listen. Yes is minus one fifty. No is plus one ten. Yeah, it's not likely, right? I mean, Kraft. I mean, he hasn't even. Uh, I mean, Goodell and him aren't even seen together anymore. Nope. They used uh, to go to each other's parties, didn't they? Yeah, big time. Uh, Goodell helped um, uh, Kraft get the um, what is it? The stadium, Gillette Stadium, built. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they were going to move to Connecticut. All right. Will the word lacrosse be said on TV during the live broadcast? Yes is. And what reference would that be? I, it just it, it just said it, yes is minus two fifty and no is plus one seventy. Not exactly sure why. Um, maybe one of the players uh, played lacrosse. I don't know. Well, the only reference to football and lacrosse to me is is Jim Brown. Maybe they bring him. Will he be there? I don't know. I don't know. He should be. Will the quote "Houston, we have a problem" be said on TV during the live broadcast? Yes. yes. Yes is plus two fifty. No is minus four hundred. <laughs> really? That's a good one. Um, or is it too corny? People will avoid it. Uh, well, who's if Fox is doing it? I could see Joe Buck doing it. Um, if it was NBC, yeah. I, I would. It is kind of lame, yeah. But I would, or uh, maybe maybe Aikman says it. Um, but the other one is uh, if NBC was doing, it, I would definitely say that Chris Collinsworth would say it. <laughs> I mean that guy, yeah. Um, but I don't think they want to save some problem because they want to promote the game. Well, it depends if if they're losing in the fourth. Like if if yeah, the game starts yeah. to slip away early, Houston, we have a problem. Right, right, right. I okay, see. I get it. So those are the big prop bets. Um, <laughs> staying on football for a few more minutes, uh, the the Las Vegas Raiders uh, might not happen as soon as possible. Uh, casino billionaire uh, Sheldon out. Ad- Adelson, can't say his name. Yeah, it sounds like the Raiders rolled crabs. <laughs> Adelson, Sheldon Adelson, a billionaire. Yeah, he's casino. a billionaire. He, um, he's the founder of the Las Vegas Sands Corporation. He pulled his right. family's six hundred and fifty million dollar pledge to help construct a one point nine billion stadium uh, for the for the Raiders. And the reason was, um, doesn't. Uh, Adelson reportedly took issue with the Raiders' proposed stadium agreement, which included demands for a $1 annual rental fee, full control over UNLV's football schedule in the stadium, and 1% of revenue for the naming rights, among other requests. Wow. So, and that blew the deal up. Uh, I, th- I well, think there's so. There's a lot of billionaires. They should just go down the street a little further. <laughs> it's true, but I mean, Adelson, he's... Like he's he's a big time. I mean, sure, sure there's a lot there, but yeah. I, I think it's you know. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad it, because the Raiders belong where they are. Yeah, and they, and, and now San Diego San Diego is available. San Diego is available. San Diego. Uh, I mean, look, San Diego. Uh, we, that would have a big following if they moved to San Diego. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, could, and it's nicer weather too. And you could also stick it to some of the, you know, the Spanos family because right. you're going to yeah. have people come out in droves. Oh, that stadium! Nobody's going to be complaining about Qualcomm uh, Stadium right. if the Raiders are there because they'll be like, "Look, there's no fecal matter coming out of the dressing rooms. This place is great. <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't uh, have to sit perfect. at a, I don't have to sit at a thirty degree angle to watch the game up here in Mount Davis. It's right. wonderful." <laughs> Oh, yeah, that that would be perfect. And, you know, the fans deserve it. I mean, they were going to have to commute. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I mean, how many flights? I mean, flights to Vegas are 
Yeah, right. but but the Thank biggest you. problem to me is with all these teams, they, they they get the the host cities to pay for all this infrastructure. I mean, they're building the building, they're not building the ramps, the roadways, they the you know the infrastructure and and all that stuff leading up to it, and they get the taxpayers to foot the bill. I mean, kind of tired of this eight hundred pound gorilla the NFL. Uh, no, I agree with you. And uh, you know now they're parading. I saw something the other day. I was waiting for an oil change, and uh, I was watching the TV, the annual waiting room. And they got, uh, they're talking about, is Marshall uh, Lynch uh, a good uh, ambassador for the Super Bowl? I mean, it's a ridiculous. I mean, here's a guy, how many was that, two years ago? Right. I mean, they find, they find him for wearing the, the man with the golden cleats. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't hand him the ball in the end zone, cost him the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I've, I've, you know. Yeah. No, it's it's really it's shabby, shabbily treated. Now I also hear the who's that giant uh, uh, kicker, uh, Brown, Josh whatever Brown. that had all kinds of uh, allegations, D- uh, domestic uh, abuse, yes, spousal abuse and yes. all this stuff, yes. And he, now he's doing a circuit on, on on Super Bowl week. I mean, what was he trying to get a job? I mean, it's a shameless league. It is, it is. Um, and anybody who will be a but part I'll be of watching it. the whole game, by the way. Oh yeah, no, the games. I mean, uh, who look? I mean. <laughs> Even if you're not going to watch the game, you are still right. very likely to be invited to a Super Bowl party. You might sure. not be. I mean, the the amount of people who don't watch the game, okay, it, it might not be as big as it, but people are still invited. They might not accept, but they're still invited. So, or, or, or they come and they enjoy company of each other. Right. They enjoy the food. They hang out. Sure. Maybe they, I haven't seen yeah. you in a while. They, they hang out and talk. It's, it's more social than sport. It is. I mean, if you choose to stay at home during the Super Bowl, that's that's fine. Maybe you're doing something else. But if you're watching the Super Bowl by yourself, uh, you know, the, think about, like, what else could I be doing? Hey, how many people just tune in for halftime? Uh, that, that is true. As they say, a, uh, a concert broke out, but broke out at a football game. That's <laughs> so true. Um, so that's football. Let's move over to uh, the NBA for a few minutes. Um, the regular season is starting to heat up in terms of the back pages. Uh, starting with LeBron James, who uh, who came out not too long ago and saying that this team needs more playmakers, um, which, uh, you know, they're defending champs. So he gets paid the most, chooses the city he wants, and now it determines who's going to be on the team? Well, I mean, don't forget, he pretty much got his uh, the coach fired in the past. Uh, okay. the, I mean, he... Do you think they have a real... You know, serious chance of winning the uh, title this year. I mean, they have a chance. I mean, nobody's going to stop them in the East. I mean, nobody's going to stop them in the. So they right, So this right. is all just practice for the finals. It's just a question of can they keep up with the Warriors? How? I mean, the Warriors aren't going to blow another three-one lead in the finals. You wouldn't think. No, I, 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 I can't see that. I mean, that that'd be nigh on impossible. Improbable, more so. I shouldn't say impossible. Right. But still, uh, you know, I think he's looking around, and I, I don't think he meant it uh, disparagingly towards somebody like Kyrie Irving or Kevin Love, but saying, like, look, we need more than this. I mean, they, they had a small losing streak. You know, he's probably frustrated. But wasn't he asking for a backup point guard? Yeah. But he still needs... Uh, he, but he's, I mean, that's what's keeping him from being great? Well... I, I, I don't get it. Like, like... What is he saying? Is that a built-in excuse? Why, you know, when they lose, what? Why? What, what, why talk about it now? Why not just go to work? I think that a lot of people in the city and in the organization is still riding the championship hangover, 
And okay. he's not because he's got a couple rings already in Miami, and he's probably used to what they were doing down there, you know, with yeah. Riley saying, like, no, 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 our job's not done. We got to do it again. And he's got somebody like um, Wade with him. Right. Not, you know, just something. And then you hear that the Knicks are trying, you know, were offering Carmelo Anthony, and the Cavaliers really? said, no. oh, yeah. The Knicks what have. Would be, what would it be? Could they afford that price tag? Well, they were only asking, like, I think Kevin Love in return, which is, I mean, Anthony. Why? That's, that's how bad they're going to say. Well, well, I mean, you talk about LeBron and the Cavs lately. I think for the last two to three weeks, the Knicks have been just nonstop with uh, what's been going on. First, they've been losing at least five games at the buzzer, include on the final shot, <laughs> including a four-overtime game against the uh, so Atlanta So the Jackson Hawks. experiment is over. Uh, the Jackson experiment is so over. The Anthony's experiment over. At this point, they want to get rid of Anthony. They've, off, they've talked to the Clippers, the Celtics, and the Cavaliers about taking Anthony, and none have bitten. And, especially, and, what, and what's the reason? Why do you think that's true? I think because his relationship with Jackson is souring. He's not in in the league where you have to have this super team to even yeah. think about competing. Um, right. Anthony is not that super is not that part of a super team, or he's not one of the triumvirate. At this point, he's uh-huh. um, he's you know a fourth a fourth banana a fifth banana you know what I mean right right so he's not one of the ones you can build around which that they thought yeah. that he was and he's getting paid like it but I mean he doesn't take the final shot he doesn't ask for the ball he does he passes it off he'll he wants the stats early in the game and he just comes off and he he's just yeah. it's not well, working this, out these sound like situations. You know, describing with uh, LeBron James and uh, Carmel Anthony, that um, that you know that, that come about when you have a a player driven league. Absolutely, I mean, it, it's like baseball too. Is like that a little bit? A little bit. Um, I, it's I think because of the um, small amount of roster spots on NBA teams. And the, um, I don't know what do you want to say, like the ease of the game. Like it's not an easy game, but it's not full contact. Yeah, but, you know, but I can't, I, I still can't uh, picture a, a player on a baseball team saying, we need a backup shortstop. Or, you know, a guy in football saying, well, you know, if we had a backup corner, you know, and you know, if they would go get me that, I, I, don't, I don't hear that kind of talk. No, no, you don't hear that talk because... The, I mean, those are two leagues especially where things just have to... I mean, football is so specialized. Yeah, but I thought players playing general managers, general manage, you know. This guy wants to wear a lot of hats. I understand that, but in nowadays with um, instant communication and uh, players on social media... And how does he let Barkley get under his skin? Oh, James? James getting Barkley under his skin? Because Barkley's got a big mouth and he doesn't care. How many James care about where he gambles? Uh, he's just coming personal, right? But he's just coming back at him, saying like, "Look, stop talking about me." And you, you know, how about we <laughs> talk? get paid to talk. One gets paid to talk, and one gets played to play. Right. And but, the player wants to talk, and the talker wished he could play. Right, but nothing feels better than saying like, "How many? I have three rings. How many do you have?" <laughs> 
You know, and Shaq come and tell him Barkley, like, look, you've never won a championship, so you don't know what it's like to go back to back and the pressure oh, that you feel. Man. But Barkley takes it, and that's why I think most people like Barkley because he can dish it out, but he's also not going to get too too upset well, that somebody's coming back at there's him. There's not too many Barkleys out there, and that's also the problem. I mean, sports used to be a lot more entertaining. Right. Well, he's not a role model, and he's, you know. and he's not politically correct. No, he's not. So um, that's exciting. Well, he's he's inter- he's interesting television. He makes you want to watch a post game or a pre game. Sure, sure. Is what he says. I mean, he talked he, he talks smack about the city of hey. San Antonio. He's like your favorite uncle. He has surprises for you. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, exactly. At least not ones with the birthday cake. All right. There you go. All right. Well, Dad, thank you very much for joining me this week. It's been fun, son, and it's going to be a great game. I, I think hope it's going to be closer than most people think. I, it it needs to be. It better be like this super. It, it this can't be a bad Super Bowl. It just can't. Not to say last year was a bad Super Bowl, but I mean there was no way that we were going to see a close one. Um, but we just want it to be competitive late. That's all you want. Like you don't want to be sitting around like nine, like eight o'clock, seven, eight thirty, nine o'clock, like starting to wind down. People saying, "All right, I'll go." Yeah, you know, I got work in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> want to stay to the end till you know close to ten o'clock. Oh, that was great. All right, I'll see you later. There you go. And clean up the mess the next day. Yeah, exactly. All the leftovers. All right, Dad. Well, thank you very much for joining me this week. Okay. All right. Enjoy. Love you guys. Love you guys. All right. Enjoy the game. And Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.